This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. In today's podcast, I'll tackle a controversial topic, talking about African-American vernacular English, standard English, and public speaking. But first, thanks to our sponsor, Audible.com. I really enjoy listening to books. And this past weekend, I drove down to Baltimore with my sister Maria. We were meeting up with my older sister Debbie for a girl's day out. We decided to indulge ourselves by listening to some chiclet from Audible. We listened to one of my favorite authors in this genre, Jennifer Weiner. We listened to Then Came You. I love how Weiner is able to mix humor, drama, and the simplicity of real life. If you want to listen to that book, or any of the over 100,000 titles, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals, Audible is giving you a free trial and a free audiobook. You can try out their service. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. And just a super quick reminder, both of my books, Ace Your Interview and Smart Talk, are also available on Audible. A couple months ago, I received an email from a faculty member at an online university. He asked me a question that I thought was quite controversial, and I decided finally to do an episode on it. So here's the question that he sent me. He wrote, I teach a speech class for a state university, and I'm having issues with students who have poor grammar and enunciation in their speeches. To top it off, I'm teaching this online. Do you have any resources or ideas on how I can teach correct, proper grammar in these students' speeches? In many cases, these are African-American students with minimal training in language skills. I want to help them, and I appreciate any tips or resources you can provide. My initial response to this professor was, ugh. I'm afraid you've stepped into a sticky wicket. Is it simply poor grammar, or is he dealing with another language entirely? I wondered if the professor was aware of some of the issues and controversy surrounding the concept of Ebonics versus Standard American English, or African American language versus Standard American English. The controversy started around 1973 when African American social psychologist Robert Williams first introduced the term Ebonics at a conference on linguistics. The term was intended to show that most African-American children learn what amounts to a different language in the home. The term Ebonics is a blending of the words ebony and phonics and was immediately unpopular. Even those scholars who agreed with the concept preferred the term Black English, or what later became known as African-American vernacular English, Or in most recent literature, you'll see the term African-American language. No one disputes the fact that African-American children are often raised using something other than standard American English in the home. The subject becomes more controversial when we start talking about how to teach standard American English at school. The question becomes, should it be the only form of English taught and used at school without regard to culture and diversity of the population? Or should African-American language be respected by educators and used to reach these children and to introduce standard American English? In 1996, the Oakland School Board pushed this controversy into high gear. They passed a resolution that recognized Ebonics as a language. It also mandated some instruction using African-American vernacular English in order to preserve the language and use it to teach standard American English. Much of the negative response to the school board was due to the wording of the resolution, but the national debate was centered around the need to accept African-American vernacular English 
in education versus the need to make sure all students learn standard American English. In the article, You Gotta Reach Them, an African-American teacher's multiple literacies approach, educator Cynthia Hansberry-Williams highlights one teacher's use of both African-American language and standard American English in her classroom. Rather than trying to fix what some consider broken English or poor upbringing, she pivots between the two vernaculars in a way that reaches students by using their home language while teaching them standard American English skills. This is a good example of how both goals can be accomplished. The article suggests that we stop looking at African-American language as simply poor grammar and see it as a child's primary mode of communication. Then we can use what they already know to teach them the standards they have to learn in school and beyond. However, Dr. Williams' article was talking about children, while my reader's question referred to adults in college. That's something we'll explore in the second part of the series. In part two, I'll talk about my approach to this issue and offer some alternatives to provide additional help for college-age students struggling with the dichotomy of two English languages. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. Don't forget our sponsor, Audible.com. You can make your road trips more fun, too, by listening to a free book of your choice by going to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. I'd love it if you also considered listening to one of my books, Take Me Along. You can listen to The Public Speaker's Guide to Ace Your Interview or Smart Talk, The Public Speaker's Guide to Success in Every Situation. They are both available through Audible. Finally, I wanted to let you know that the promotion I have running for the iPad Mini, it's running out soon. So if you're interested in the Smart Talk Success Challenge, I suggest you go on over to smarttalksuccess.com and check it out. Thanks. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>